Welcome to the Creative Marketing Show with your host, Rosh Sillers. Years ago, I wrote a list of 100 goals, and it was really helpful. And the reason why is because it gave me direction. This was many, many years ago. I was actually pulling out of my driveway to take a trip across the country. My first trip um, alone, really, without my parents. I had a friend with me, and we graduated high school, and we were going across the country. And a uh, few moments before I hit reverse, my dad came running out of the house and handed me some tapes. And these tapes were from a motivational speaker who I ended up meeting many years later. And he shared a lot of ideas, some of which led me to the whole idea of goal achieving. And I ended up writing this list years later through one person to another and just gathering information. And then later, I created another list, but it was a visual list. It was a visual goal list, and the results were amazing, and I'll explain about that in a moment, what happened. Welcome to the Creative Marketing Show. My name is Rosh. This is show number 420, and you can find me on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, over at RoshSillers.com, and well, SoundCloud, let's see, Spotify, we're all over the place, and you can find this show on YouTube, so you can find us in video and audio, whatever best suits you, um, again, or over at the blog. Next week will not be show number 421. It will be 422. That's because we're going to have a supplemental show, and that will be Sean Adams who is going to talk about LinkedIn for creatives. And I think that'll be a good show. This That show will not be on this YouTube channel. That will only be available on the podcast as well as on the uh, website at roshsillers.com. The thing is, my, my mission is to... It's, my mission is to help you find your unique success combination. And I'm going to talk more about that later but it really is important. It is my mission, and goal setting can be a big part of helping you find your direction. And I think if you take a moment to think about the things you would like in life and even categorize them, it doesn't have to be things, although quite often it is things that we often think of them as symbols of our success, but there, there are, there's much more than, than that. Goal achieving has helped me create a life and career that I love, quite honestly. It's helped keep me on track. And there are two things that you must understand to make goal achieving work. And I will explain that in a few moments. But I want to get into that story about the creative visual list first. So... As I mentioned, I created that list of 100 goals, and then later I created a visual goal list. And it, w- it was really powerful. I, I 
it was one of those sessions where I just sat down and grabbed all these different magazines. And today, I guess we can go online and cut out, print out and cut out pictures of things that are of interest to us. And you should have different categories. There should be some personal things. There should be life goals, short-term goals, long-term goals. And on mine, I had, I had things. I, I also had people and kind of emotional elements that I, I wanted to achieve. And over that year, I ended up gaining a, a few things. Well, actually, most things on that, that visual list. And it worked. It seemed to work so much better than that list of 100 goals because I kept forgetting about that list of 100 goals. It kind of set the direction. But this, 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 this piece of paper, I, I took a folder and, and I cut it in half. Uh, and, and I pasted all these pictures on it, and I could pick it up and look at it every single day. And again, I looked and I saw that I ended up having the clothing that I was hoping to have at that time. I was pretty young. I, I needed a new camera. As a photographer, I wanted a new camera, and I ended up getting that. It was an interesting situation how I got that camera. It was a good deal that came about that I was able to get a new camera. My dad called me over to the house one day, I, and, and I walked into the kitchen, and in the middle of the kitchen was a brand-new Macintosh computer, which was very new at the time. And Macintosh, that is. And it was a color Mac, and it was really cool, and a computer was on that list. It was a visual. I needed a new computer. I didn't, actually did not have a computer, but I had worked with computers, and I had had, did not have one on my own, and, and my dad ended up just giving me one um, as a present. He did not know it was on that list. I traveled to Montana, which travel was part of that list. I wanted to uh, go across country. Again, I had done it a few times, but I wanted to see more, see more, see my friends on the other parts of the country, and so I did. The last thing on my list was a car, a new car, specific car. At the time, it was, it was a Saturn. It was the type of car that was on that list. And I had given up on that Saturn at the time. It seemed to be a little bit out of my range. And so I settled on a car that was another brand and not as high of a, I don't know, grade of a brand or type of car that I wanted. It was just a very bare bones, basic car, but I needed a new car. And so I made arrangements with somebody to go to the, the dealership. Um, he, it was a friend of mine, had a friend who worked at the dealership and I was ready to go. And I called my friend, my good friend and told him what I was about to do. And he said, but wait a minute, didn't you want the Saturn? Isn't that what you wanted? Didn't you want a new Saturn? And I said, well, yeah, but it's, he's, hold on, I'm coming over there. And he came over and he dragged me over to the Saturn dealership. And, uh, and I got a new Saturn. And when I look back at that list years later, I can see how all of those things that I had on that list pretty much were accomplished. And in some ways, you know, you can call it mystical if you want, that's fine. But really, you're just setting yourself up to be open to 
the right things happening. You know, maybe I gave my dad enough hints that I needed a computer. Maybe, well, I told my friend that I wanted a Saturn, and he knew that I wanted a Saturn, and he made sure that I got a Saturn when, when it was time. So these are things that you need to be aware of. There are some ways that you can approach goal setting, and I'm going to share those with you. I think they're really important. You, and every time I've done things like this and have the intention to follow through, it's amazing what happens. And again, a lot of times it seems like these things come out of nowhere, but really you've just set yourself up for success. And I have a a number of question and answers that I'm going to go through that a few people have related to this, and I think you'll find them valuable. You know, we, when we're looking for a unique success combination, we talk about seven sources of income, five people to connect with, to support us in our business, three processes, and one channel that we focus on first to build, to build our community, to help us grow our business. And we can set off our goals with those. Seven sources of income. You don't have to have seven sources of income by a specific period of time. Here's the secret. A lot of times people give up on their goals because they set a timeline of a month or half a year or a year the year 2019 coming up, I'm going to have these goals by the end, right? But here's the secret. A lot of times we're laying the groundwork during that time period. And if we don't give up, and I'm going to share two very important things you must understand. I also have a great story for you related to your journey. But you're laying the groundwork that year. So sometimes the goals come in year two or three, and you think you failed. You didn't fail. You set yourself up for success. So be open to that. Maybe set new goals. I like to work in threes. I like to set three long-term goals and maybe medium goals and three uh, short-term, even daily, daily goals. When things are in chaos, I often like to sit down with a journal and work through goals and set new goals and refocus myself. A journal is a great way to go. And if you haven't seen the video on uh, journaling, take a look at that. I, I shared that a few weeks ago. It, I think it's, it's very helpful. And, you know, another thing I noticed, the more I review the goals, the better. And I think that's part of why that Visual goal setting technique worked so well because I, I, I didn't have to read. I didn't have to open up a book. All I had to do is pick up this sheet of paper and remind myself once again today that this is what I'm working for. And if you keep doing that, the chances are you're, you're going to make it. Now, two things that I think you need to understand is that to make <clears throat> excuse me goals happen, you have to act, and you have to be persistent. Those are the two most important things. You have to take action every day. Now, you may have two, three big goals for the year, but each day you could have three smaller goals that lead towards that big goal. That can be really effective over time. 
Nothing happens overnight, but it does take action. You can sit and think about it. I could sit and stare at that piece of paper all I wanted, but if I didn't go out there and take action, because we find that when we have these goals and they're in our mind, maybe they're in the back of our mind, when we're out there in circulation, we just happen to coincidentally meet the right person who can point us in the right direction, that can give us an opportunity. I had an opportunity to get involved in the photography business because a, a rep from one of the big automotive studios rammed into the back of my car and gave me his card. <laughs> you never know how it could happen. Yeah, he asked what we just got talking, you know, and he's like, uh, you know, sorry about your car, but uh, what do you do? And I said, I'm a photographer. I said, oh, I rep photographers. Here's my card. Let's uh, have coffee sometime. And about a year later, we actually met again at a, a social event. And he said, do you remember me? <laughs> do you remember me? And, uh, and gave me some opportunities from that point. So take the time to figure out how you're going to act. And don't forget that you have to be persistent and you can't give up. The ones who outlast tend to win. One of my favorite stories related to life and goal setting is the story of Lewis and Clark. Lewis and Clark. Lewis and Clark are credited for finding the passage while they're looking for the passage to the Pacific Ocean across the United States. So if you're not in the United States, you may not know the story of Lewis and Clark. But they, they were adventurers, and their goal was to find... Um, a maybe a river route to the Pacific, because if, if you recall, the colonies originally set up on the east side of the now United States. And so they set out, and they went through all these adventures, a great story, and Lewis Merriweather one day found himself at the top of what is called the Continental Divide. And the Continental Divide, one side of the divide of the mountains all the water goes east, and the other side, it all goes west. And so they didn't have a direct route to the Pacific. They had the Continental Divide in their way. But he's at the top, and he, quote, discovered the Continental Divide. Obviously, the Native Americans already knew of it, but as far as the Europeans go, um, he, he discovered it. And he was sitting there in the midst of this great adventure that would be written about in and streams and rivers and paths and cities would be named after. He sat there and opened up his journal, wondering, was everything he was doing worthwhile? Did it have really, was it worth, I mean, where, what's he going to do with his life at this point? Where's he going to go? In other words, the same questions we ask ourselves because we are in the middle of the journey and we don't always see it. But you just have to keep going keep acting, and be persistent. That's so important. I always find that inspirational because there are many people who don't realize the great work they're doing when they're in the middle of it. So keep going. Keep doing it. Keep Set up three goals. Be persistent. Take action. And just keep repeating that activity. 
I have some questions. And if you have questions, please put them in the comments. Uh, I'm happy to answer questions. Talk and, and that's a free for all. Any questions related to many of the topics we talk about. We talk about channel building quite a bit, building your channels, your social channels, your marketing channels. That's open if you have a question. I have three questions related to goal setting that I'm going to answer first. And if you uh, catch me on the replay, put those in the comments below. And I'm happy to answer those questions there. And of course, next time, catch me live. Uh, it's always um, every Monday, usually four o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So the first question I have, when should I give up on my goals? And that's a great question. When should I give up on my goals? Um, the, the thing is, as you are building your goals, hey, I see yours, visitor's guide. I'll uh, get to you in a moment. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here, of course, as always. I do appreciate it. Giving up in your goals. The thing is, the goals that those hundred goals that I wrote years ago, many of them don't count for me anymore. I, I, I they're not goals that I care about. They're a younger man's goals. And so it's okay to let those, if they're no longer relevant, you don't have to chase goals that you created when you were in high school or in elementary school or even in college. You don't have to continue to chase those goals and feel like I'm a failure if I don't make them. No, we change all the time. Life changes and you can redo your goals. Take the goals that you accomplished and consider them successes and the ones that didn't happen, that's fine. Let those ones go and create some new goals moving forward for the time you live in. So there's a time in which maybe your goals, chasing after them is actually hurting your opportunity for new good opportunities that are presented in front of you. So you may have to let them go. It is okay to let go. Don't be so attached to those goals like you know, you're a failure in life if you don't make all the goals that you had a year, two years, 10 years ago. Life changes. It's okay. All right. Should I write a list of 100 goals to start? Not necessarily, but if that's something you want to do to give yourself direction, it can be a good exercise. Quite often, you can set up goals in different um, groupings, such as, you know, personal goals, family goals, material goals, uh, career goals, business goals. So they don't, you, you, it all doesn't have to be things. And honestly, sometimes we, we set off to write 100 and we end up at 43. 43 is just fine. You're not a failure because you didn't come up with 100 things that you need to dilute yourself with focus. I think fewer is better because then you can really focus. And um, I think that that's super important to, to recognize that that's why I like to go with three to start off there. And I see some more questions coming in. Good. Um, so that's where I am with that. If you have 100, go for it. But don't feel like you're doing it wrong if you don't. Uh, start with what, what's good for you. All right. Uh, the next question was, uh, don't goals make you feel bad? And, and this is a common question, that there, there is debate about goals. There is debate, and I, I'm on the side, look, it gives you direction. But goals only make you feel bad if you allow them to make you feel bad. Goals are a tool. 
goals are not your self-worth. You should not feel bad. Look, as I mentioned before, sometimes as you go down and you set up your goal, your goal may not happen during the time frame you think, you, but you're setting yourself up for success maybe in the year or two that in which you accomplish that goal. It's happened to me many times where I thought I was going to do something this year, my goal to do something this year, and then it was the year after that it happened. The right circumstances came to fruition then, not in the time frame I originally thought of. And that is very common. And sometimes um, goals that you're trying to achieve really are not the, is not the thing you want to achieve, but by taking the action you took towards that goal, it set you up to discover there's something even better or more right for you. And then you can go for that. And not, and and here's the thing. If you have a goal for a certain income, and at the end of the year, you made more income than you did the year before, you didn't meet your goal, but it was more than the year before. You were in there going the right direction. So you you win. You you did good. You you advanced. That was the the goal. Real goal wasn't so much to make twice as much money. The real goal is to make more money in most cases. Obviously we all know our our own goals and what we're looking for. So those are the three questions I grabbed uh from uh the community and we have some questions uh in the uh comments and let me take a look. Business building uh why so complicity? I, oh it's it's visitors guide um Let's see, business building versus self-employment have differences. Um, well, self-employment, building a business, let me, let me try to uh, work through that one. Uh, so business building versus self-employment. Freelance, here's the thing. Self-employed, if you're, in a, and I'm just going to have to interpret this a little bit, business building may be a business with multiple people versus self-employed working on your own. If you're working on your own, that's fine. I, I've done that quite a bit through my career. Business building allows you to maybe sell that business or have additional support, build a brand that is not you. Usually self-employment is your brand, and it is you. And it's hard to sell later. You can't resell it if that's your goal. If you just like having, and, and many people do, and there's certainly nothing wrong with this, if you enjoy having your own business, being your own boss, not having people having to tell other people what to do or have people tell you what to do, being a self-employed, independent professional or freelance person is just great. Nothing wrong with that at all. Just know the limitations. But there are also some limitations to building your own business you know, with multiple people. There are more responsibilities. There can be logistics problems. There are human resources issues. There are, it's, it's much more of a headache, but maybe the reward is bigger. Not necessarily, but quite often the reward is bigger if you sell that company and you get you know, more money for it. So that's quite often the difference between the two. So that, that's what I find. You know, one of the things I find also people will talk about in the channel building of our 7531 combination, setting goals for how many subscribers. And I've, I've done that. I did in the beginning how many subscribers I needed to gain each month to reach my goals. And there are times I was really deflated. And that's where that question is, don't goals make you feel bad? 
And you, if you let them, and I let them at times, but then I, I realize that, look, I am growing. I'm growing at my pace. And actually, this channel is growing faster now. And it continues to grow faster. And I'm grateful for that. And I wish, did I wish I had this kind of growth earlier? Yes. But I had things to learn. And sometimes through the process, we have things to learn. We have to do certain things better. We have to make certain mistakes to understand what it really takes to reach the goals that we're looking for. When I taught at the university level uh, and I had young journalism students, you know, I'd say, look, some of you will be working for the New York Times and some of you will be working for the local newspaper. Nothing wrong with either one. Chances are the people working for the New York Times applied to the New York Times, if not immediately, eventually. And those who were at the local newspaper, well, they applied to the local newspaper. In other words, they set their vision higher. And you don't know. You say, well, you know, I'm just out of school. New York Times isn't going to hire me. And that very well may be true. However, you don't know what the New York Times is looking for. You haven't talked to the editor. You have no contacts there until you have actually applied and interviewed. And then having them reject you and say, these are the things we're looking for, if, if they can or at least the experience of being there and having the interview and understand the questions they're asking and understanding that, hmm, I can be a little more prepared for those types of questions next time. Maybe they had some comments on some of your work. Take that to heart. So in other words, until you take action and go through the process, you can never understand truly. That's where the persistence comes in. You see that you are taking the action, learning the lessons, and being persistent and trying again. Another question coming in. Your video, I uh, see, never need comments. I meant more keywords in my description. Uh, your videos, um, oh, let's see. I'm, I'm not sure. Your videos, I, I never saw any pounce, uh, uh, hashtag commands. I mean, more keywords in the description. Why? Um, I'm going to explain the best I can. Um, some things I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I have um, the pound sign uh, next to some keywords in there, and those can, in YouTube, they, they are clickable, and actually now YouTube is showing them underneath the video. Those are hashtags that people can find other related videos. I don't use common hashtags because I, ha I use my own unique hashtags because... That way, people will see more of my videos. If someone hits, say, marketing, then they're going to leave my video and go see other marketing videos. So I like to give people a way to see more videos, and those are keywords. As far as keywords, um, in the, on, the, on my page, I'm, doing, I'm using less and less keywords. I, I'm not as concerned anymore about keywords on my YouTube videos. Um, you can do a lot of, lot of work trying to figure them out, but... YouTube doesn't use them that much. Use them as a simple guide and keep it basic. But I, I think what you're going with those description, those uh, the pounds of the uh, hashtags in the description, YouTube will pick up three to five of them and use the first three to five that you put in your description. Now, they'll decide which th three of them they're going to show, but they'll consider up to a certain number. I think it's five. Maybe there's more of them that they'll, they'll consider. But 
YouTube will decide which ones as it is relevant to the video. And so they, they, it can be hurtful, it can be helpful in YouTube, and different people are using them different ways. I've just concluded I'll use my own branded, in a sense, hashtags. You know, for example, like I could have Rosh's tips. You know, the Rosh tips. You know, you click Rosh tips. Chances are you're going to see more videos with Rosh tips. If I put marketing, you're going to see other people's videos, and that's that's the way that's been going. But less and less, um, more focus on the headline. That's the most important thing. The top, the three things. Let me give you those three things. The topic, and this is true, the podcast or your blog or anything, I'm telling you, it's the topic, people who are actually searching for that topic, and definitely true in YouTube. So the topic, and then your, your thumbnail to get more attention, get them more involved, get some kind of interaction uh, or, or reaction. And, and then from there, let's see, well, thumbnail, topic, title headline. So you have your topic, you have your title, and you have your thumbnail. Those those are the three things that are so important. Description is helpful. The first maybe couple sentences with a few keywords of what it's about. That can be helpful. Tags, they can be helpful. You know, some YouTube is saying no, but some people are saying yes. Um, I, you should always fill it in to at least give YouTube the guidance as to what is that video is about. But over time, YouTube really is going to use human interaction to figure out who should be served those videos and share those videos with. So that, that's where that goes. Hope that was helpful. Um, all right, we are hit, hitting up the uh, half hour mark. Any last questions, I'm happy to answer them. It is great to have everyone here who checked in today. It's also wonderful to have all of you on the replay. Uh, we're getting more and more activity going on this channel as more and more people are, are coming over and actually engaging with the videos. And you know, if you have a specific video that you want me to create to answer some questions in depth, please put it in the comments. Uh, my next video, is actually about uh, getting up early. How do you wake up early? <laughs> it's an odd, odd video, but I think it's so important when we're trying to build these success combinations, we need the time. The fact is, you know, you can, you can kick off your day right, or you can be a night owl and react to the day that happened. And that's what I see. And kicking your day off right, I find, is so much more important. And, and quite honestly, as small business people and entrepreneurs, um, I, I honestly think that we need that extra time. We need it to be competitive. But we also have our families to cons consider. And I don't want to take away from my family as much as possible as an entrepreneur. We find that we do. We don't have nine to five jobs. As some people like to joke, we have a five to nine job. <laughs> and that's in many ways true. So so anyway, a good video coming up. Still have to edit it, but it'll probably be out Tuesday, Wednesday. And But it is shot. So I'm looking forward to sharing with that. Yep, Visitor's Guide uh, Tourism and Digital. Um, in using those keywords, um, if you're still talking about the hashtags or if you're talking about tags, make sure you're using those. If that is, you know, what defines you, figure out what the, what elements, yeah, the next titles, uh, definitely tourism and digital always oh, as, oh yeah, is the next uh, title for a uh, video. Yeah. Let me, um, let me talk, let me think about ways I can approach that 
and uh, that could be very helpful to you. You're, you're very much a, uh, a person who is involved on this channel, and I certainly want to serve you the best I can. So let me let me see what I can do there. Very good. All right, I'm wrapping it up. Thank you for being a part of the show. We'll talk to you next Monday live. Make sure you hit the bell icon so you're notified. And uh, you can ask your questions right here. Have a great week.